Hello and welcome to Parent Driven Development. I'm Andy and I'm here with my friend Chris. Hi, I'm Chris and I'm here with my friend Allison. Hi, I'm Allison McMillan and I'm here with my friend Mandy. Hello, I'm Mandy Moore and I'm here with my friend Josh Pitts. Hi, I'm Josh Pitts and I'm here with my friend Mucus. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hi, everyone. Today we are talking about traveling with kids, our hints, our tips what we recommend, what we don't recommend, just kind of our overall experience traveling with kids, both babies, infants, toddlers, and older. As a group, I think we have all done a fair bit of travel with our children. And I think when you travel with children and you work in technology, there are some interesting tools at your disposal. And as we've talked about in previous episodes with our our debates about using screens, I think it always comes down to how much screens we want to use. So I want to kick off the discussion with just getting the screen question out of the way and talking about our backgrounds as, as a, to how much each of us have traveled with our kids. Allison, I know you travel with your child a ton. Do you want to start? Sure. I'm all about the screens while traveling. <laughs> there is no limit to screen time at all when traveling. I mean, uh, the longest flight that he was awake for was we flew with uh, with our son from Barcelona to D.C. last summer. It's about an eight-hour flight. It was all during the daytime. My child does not nap on airplanes ever at all. We just let him watch whatever. The funny thing was that he actually hates headphones. He's just recently sort of gotten into headphones, but at that point he like hated headphones, but he like sort of didn't care if he was like watching the TV, like without hearing the story. Yeah. So he seemed fine, but that was really interesting. I will say that at some point, like over the Atlantic, Netflix logged us out and I couldn't even (laughs) get to like the shows that we had downloaded. And I had like a damn near heart attack. I was like, oh God, what are we going to do? Because we had we hadn't downloaded anything on like any of the like on Amazon Prime. Like we hadn't downloaded anything anywhere else. Like we had just downloaded stuff onto Netflix. And Netflix logged us out and we had like four and a half hours left in the flight and I like seriously had a mild panic attack. <laughs> we were fine. I think the headphones thing is an, is age related because I remember when, when the kids were little they didn't want to have headphones. Uh, and then we like convinced them and now they only want to use headphones. I'm also of the opinion that like everyone else on the flight would rather listen to like a pretty quiet, like Daniel Tiger song than they would like to listen to my child, like whining and moaning and screaming about who knows what, cause he's a toddler. Right. <laughs> take take like, it away for five minutes and then let, let your neighbors decide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I'm 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 sitting here. I mean, it's early evening in in the UK, and I'm drinking because we're talking about this. I genuinely have a have a beer on the go. Um, yeah, screens, yes, like whatever they'll do, frankly. Um, <laughs> well, so I think the the one time is uh, kind of what Allison was uh, talking about when we've flown international as like overnight flights and things like that. At some point, I. I wind up having to like, okay, cut you off because I need you to go to sleep, which, uh, once you do, yeah, it's, you know, and that's a, that's a gamble. It may or may not work, (laughs) but at some point I have to cut them off because it will just keep them awake. 
I probably win, I think, amongst us. I, I flew to New Zealand with 11-month-old twins. Oof. So we've got one napper and one non-napper, but the non-napper <laughs> can watch Despicable Me 2 three times in a row. So basically, we're cool. <laughs> They're not bad on a flight. The flight themselves is fine because it's kind of exciting and there's, you know, there's a screen in the back of the seat and you know, they can have an iPad and headphones are not headphones or like we get them coloring books and stuff like that. But like it's the airport time and the the threat of delays haunts my dreams. It really oh. does. Yes. Oh yeah. I've never been properly delayed with the kids, but oh my. Like what you know, it's hard enough for me to find stuff to do in the airport, let alone uh, with some small ones in tow. Well, and it's like as they get older, I've noticed I dread the delay because uh, I don't know what I'm going to do to keep them entertained. To now, I dread the delay because they understand and they're like, "Wait, why?" And now they're like, they're getting anxiety. Like, wait, there's something wrong with the airplane. Wait, the weather is bad. <laughs> now the kiddo is stressing out. Not just how am I going to entertain them. So that's very real. Oh, we are totally going to get into airports um, <laughs> and, and, and not get out. Um, <laughs> Mandy, how about you? Your daughter is older like my daughter is. I know I've gotten to the point where this is going to sound incomprehensible to those of you with younger kids, but my daughter actually prefers to just listen to music and stare out the window on trips now. Yes. <laughs> Same. It's amazing. What? <laughs> yep, she listens to music and she stares out the window. We just had our first plane ride, or she had her first plane ride with me about two weeks ago. We went to Chicago and it was super exciting. Uh, just like speaking of stressing out, like I'm not a good flyer. So, like, the whole time I was like, Mandy, don't look scared. Don't look scared. Don't look scared. <laughs> because she's like, Mommy, is everything okay? And I'm like, Uh huh. but deep down i'm like kind of shitting my pants because i'm like i don't like this (laughs) oh man and now she's sitting right next to me so now she knows i was freaking out but i was like yeah everything's okay (laughs) my my son is actually like a big we call him like our like adventure baby he's actually a big fan of like turbulence and so like there have been a couple of flights where like there's been turbulence and it's stopped and then he's looked at us and gone again i want that again (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) i can't i can't deal with turbulence luckily there was not a lot of turbulence but the takeoff and the landing was particularly stressful and as far as the screens go um screens are fair game on vacation anytime as long as we are on the plane or in a hotel room, if we are out doing something or we're going to dinner, they stay home because she's, you know, at the point where she's going to be nine and 10 days and we can sit there and have a discussion. What do you want to be when you grow up? What was your favorite part of the day? Uh, stuff like that. So screens stay in the hotel room or in my backpack unless I deem it appropriate. It makes, it makes I, I do like to keep the phone uh, to serve as baby Lojack, <laughs> you know, for when, when my kids are when we're out and about doing things like. But, yeah, I totally agree. When we're, when we're at dinner or we're go- even going places like pay attention and look around. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. When she was younger, I used to be fine. Like if she's five or six, then yeah, I was like, yeah, OK, keep yourself busy at dinner. Let me enjoy my steak. But now that she's nine, she can hold a conversation. I just want to limit that. Yeah, I want to have, ex- exactly. have experience with her, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, 
they put screens in the plane for adults. So it seems kind of. When mine doesn't work, I really lose my rag. So, you know, right. I'm barely in control. Everyone's way, putting their I'm noise like- canceling headphones on and like, why is that 38 year old man screaming and shouting? Why can't, some- why can't someone give him his screen? It is, I just panic inducing when I have to resort to one of my 15 other screens I've brought along with me. <laughs> Has a, have, have any of your kids ever got flagged by security? Because mine did. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> Were they reading reading the Quran in the queue or what was going on? Like, like swearing no, at passers by? I don't know. Like, how do you get First flagged as a child? I had TSA pre check, which I was like, we're going to do this. So I go through, I have my hands up. I'm just going through and not in the middle. Of the I go, I get through fine. She goes through, she starts beeping and I'm like, and they're like, oh ma'am, keep going. And I'm like, but that's my child behind me. And they're like, no, we're, we have to, she got s- selected for a random screen. <laughs> Are you serious? I mean, okay. I get like with stuff going on right now, like, you know, child trafficking and, people smuggling stuff on babies apparently is a thing now but like she was like mom what's wrong and i'm like they're wiping her hands down and putting her in through like the wand and patting her down and i'm like this is just your first airport experience honey it's okay <laughs> we're gonna talk a lot about airline travel during the show but i think I think a lot of what we're talking about could be useful for car travel as well. Just whenever we talk about a four-hour flight, just multiply about 15 for any of your car travel and get rid of the security bits. And it's about the same. Is your kid getting patted down on the way to getting into the car? <laughs> I said to go take out the mine security. Are. Definitely mine. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, even, even the trains are just like, it's like airplanes, but without all of the, <laughs> the hoops to jump through. TSA pre-check, oh my god, worth its weight in gold just after like the first flight that I took with my child. So my husband is a wonderful Midwesterner who likes to be nice to and nice and considerate to everyone. And one of the worst parts of travel for us is that he gets really, really, really stressed out in the security line having to like put everything through security because basically like you have to like put through, you know, usually there's like breast milk that we're traveling with or like some baby stuff. You got to put that through. You got to put through like, you know, the diaper bag and like the backpack that we have plus like the stroller and we always gate check our car seat. So the car seat and to get the car seat through the machine, you got to take the car seat off the base and out of the bag. And there's like, there's a lot of steps, right? And like, I don't care. Everybody behind me sees that I'm carrying 12 things and like an infant. So they're just going to deal with it for an extra minute or two. It doesn't take that long. Right. But it like really stresses my husband out to feel like he's like holding up anyone in line. And so since I got TSA pre, if he doesn't have it, then he'll just basically send me with like all the stuff except for like the car seat and he'll go through regular with so he only has like one thing to worry about basically and just that has made traveling like so much less stressful that you don't have to like pull especially because we usually have like a bunch of screens and at some airports now they like make you take out like ipads and tap like literally everything so just that has like really made traveling so 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 much easier one related pro tip to TSA Pre is uh, global entry is the exact same thing, but it also applies to um, the U.S. Customs. So people uh, from the States 
highly recommend doing the global entry. And I think it's just a, a it's slightly more expensive to, to process. It's the same screening and you have to do all that, but you get the shorter line at customs. <laughs> yep. I was going to just back up for a second, explain to everyone who is not a travel wonk and lives in America. The TSA is a transportation security authority in the U.S. They handle security at airports and TSA PreCheck is a program where you go for an interview ahead of time, get fingerprinted, photographed, answer a bunch of questions, and you are enrolled in a program where you get a traveler number. When that number's on file with the airline, when you make your reservations, you can sometimes, you usually will get what's called TSA PreCheck. It's a separate line at U.S. airports only. And it's expedited security screening. So you don't have to take any items out of your luggage. You don't have to take off a light jacket. You keep your shoes on. They typically don't use body scanners. They typically only use metal detectors. I also have TSA PreCheck. I think it costs, I don't know what it costs. It's maybe like a hundred, it's maybe like 75 or $85. It's 80 and it also applies to your children. So they go free. Yep. yep. Any any kids with you that are under 18, mm-hmm. basically draft along if you get TSA pre-check. You'll see it on your boarding pass. Your spouse does not draft along on your boarding pass with TSA pre-check. So you may end up in a situation where you and your child are through security really quickly and your spouse is shooting you daggers from the other security line for 20 more minutes. It, it might have happened to us. It's highly worth it, in my opinion. <laughs> I was going to say, or not shooting you daggers if you're the one with the kids and all the stuff. And they're just know, sort right? of like, la da da going through security. Oh, darn, I got an extra 20 minutes all to myself. <laughs> um, so what other tips do we have, like just, just at the airport, getting through security, getting them ready? We talked about downloading shows. I think that was going to be my big tip is open up that child's screen the night before and download their favorite movies and music. Don't wait until you're at the airport on Wi-Fi that a thousand other travelers are sharing to try to download the latest door of the Explorer. Yeah, most of the uh, services let you do that. And um, I've always used the iTunes one since we mostly have Apple devices and that's always worked great. But Netflix lets you do that too now and and much the other Prime and yeah, even the YouTube. Yeah, I uh, like to steal the little pads of paper and pen from like the hotel rooms. And then like I put them in my backpack and surprise her with it on the plane and told her to make a flip book. And so so that was that was pretty cool because we stayed at a hotel the night before our flight because it was like a 530 a.m. flight. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take this. And then she was like, I'm bored on my iPad. And I was like, well, here you can draw, make a flip book. I think having a variety of activities is like good. So, you know, I mean, I will say that we like we sort of always depend on like the screen. But, you know, we usually have like a couple of books. When Devin was really young, uh, we haven't flown with with Layla yet. Actually, her flight will be probably in about a month or two. I'm still trying to wrap my head around how to like fly with like two children and like car seats and all this stuff. But when Devin was younger, like literally bringing like a bag of Cheerios, he would eat like one Cheerio at a time for like three hours. And that was amazing. But then I, you know, we also just like travel with like a variety of stuff, like a couple of books, a couple of like window stickies are really good. We actually travel with, with a Walkman, which 
which has had what unintended consequences. Man. So my mom like held on to our Walkmans from like we when we were kids. And so I was home once and she was like, do you want this Walkman for like when you travel with Devin? And I was like, sure, because like he likes music. Or if he doesn't like want to put headphones on, he just likes pressing buttons and like exploring how things work. So and I don't care if this Walkman breaks, right? Like it doesn't matter to me. The nice thing, though, is that it's actually had this unintended consequence of getting us like a lot of goodwill amongst other passengers because they think it's hilarious to watch this like two three-year-old like pull out a walkman and like you know bopping his head along or like playing with like a walkman because it's such like a sort of like blast from the past that we've had actually like fellow travelers like treat us like much nicer once the walkman comes out that is amazing yeah so i like to travel with an with a record player that i make my children (laughs) (laughs) ours type their letters in coach (laughs) Hearing these stories about the the infants and toddlers just seems like an entire lifetime ago. <laughs> but back when it was those days, the definitely the hack of uh, building up some goodwill with the people sitting around you is uh, super helpful. And bringing along little things you can hand them, like a note saying, "I'm very sorry, we're trying our best." <laughs> Here's some earplugs. Oh, really? Did you do that? Um, and and I've had it happen. And, you know, it's just even even uh, prepping in advance of, you know, the person sitting in front of you, uh, leaning forward and saying, like, hey, like, we're going to try our best. And almost every time I've done that, you know, they wind up being a very, very nice and uh, seems much more understanding and a little less scoffing and eye, eye rolling. But, uh, you know, that's one of those when we were traveling with infants in general, it didn't bother me. <laughs> this is one of the best you, things you about about having traveled with kids is that if you ever then travel without the kids, you get to do the smile, you know, when you walk past mm-hmm. someone and their, their child is like upside down, chewing on a piece of furniture and you're, you're able to go, oh, I know. And then you put yep. your, then you, then you move down the back of the plane and you put your noise canceling headphones on and then everything is cool. You can. And also <laughs> it's, it's amazing that like just my attitude, like I hear a kid crying and it can be on the, immediately behind me. And I'm just like, I'm just so happy. It's not my kid. Like I've just right. I feel very con- I don't even care. <laughs> like, I feel very conflicted about the handing out notes to other people on the plane. I feel like you shouldn't have to do that. Well, yeah, I mean, the like the idea is there are some parents that fly and like will make up these like little like goodie bags for like the people sitting around them with like some chocolates and some like, you know, earplugs and like blah, blah, blah. Um, Yeah. and I think that that and it's like really controversial. And I know that some parents yes. like swear by it. I don't do that. My opinion is like, I'm worrying about enough crap that like, I do not have to worry about like, giving you a like a bag of chocolates. But I will like Chris said, I will sort of like lean to the side and you know, be like, Oh, you know, like, sorry, if like he gets fussy, or, you know, or I will, um, uh, like, I'll make sure now that Devin's a little older, I'll sort of like make sure to like lay down the rules when we get on the plane, right? So like, once other passengers around us are on the plane, I will say to him like, okay, we're on an airplane, we need to be on our best behavior, we need to not whine, we need to not kick the seat in front of us. So that basically, like everybody around me sort of like hears that I'm like, laying down the law from yeah, the get go. You know, and then like if things happen, you know, then I'm like, no, remember we said that we're not kicking seats, but they sort of like they get a sense from the very beginning of like because I will say that like 
am super nice to parents. I don't care if babies cry. If it, but if like, like if there's like a 10 year old that's sitting behind me that is like kicking my seat for an entire flight and the parent like literally doesn't say a thing, I'm like, dude, come on. You what know? if you got a bag of chocolates though? Would that be okay? <laughs> that's my that's my problem with it is that the bag of chocolate like doesn't, oh, it doesn't well, chocolates don't it. buy parenting. That's not that's not right? how it works. No, no, I, no, that's... I love your rule theater, Allison. That's like it's it matches nicely with the security theater you just participated in to get on the plane. I like it. <laughs> no, I think that but that also shows intent to follow through. And then, you know, if especially for like you know, somebody 10 years old if they're kicking your seat you should be like turn around and talk to them like they're a person (laughs) right but that's i think it's important that like as a parent like you know things are going to happen on a plane and i always tell i always tell colin because he gets more nervous about like bothering people than i do i always tell him like and just think about it like you are probably never going to see any of these people ever again. It's so true. <laughs> right? Like, so whatever okay. happens, happens. Eventually the fight will end and you will probably never see any of these people ever again. Right? And so I also, like, keep that in mind. But, you know, that way folks are like, okay, like, she's trying, you know? I do get a little annoyed at, like, when it seems like parents are, like, just not trying at all, you know? Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. I do think having done this from infant to toddler and, and older, like uh, at this point, they've got so much practice that they're have one-on-one flying with one of the kids is what, like one of the best uh, companions. Like they understand how security works. You can put their headphones on and quietly listen to music while staring out the window. <laughs> it's I, lovely. I totally, totally agree. My daughter is a vastly better travel companion than my husband. She <laughs> waits in line. Right. Right. I'm just like, Oh, if I'm flying with him. It's like, Oh God, I, I, it's sad. It's sad. Cause I kind of treated them both the same. I have to bring extra snacks and we have to leave <laughs> time and someone's going to have a meltdown. Yeah. You have to, you have the, 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 the uh, disapproving looks of other people's spouses. It's just very difficult. <laughs> Yeah, I will say like when we brought Devin to Australia, which was like by far our longest, it was I think it was like 28 or 29 hours of travel total. Uh, my son did did way better than, than my husband did. <laughs> and he I mean, he doesn't like he doesn't love flying. But yeah, I mean, Devin is like we've we've taken him a bunch of places. So he's actually like he's always been a pretty good traveler. We'll see about it. You know, I think also like some kids are just like not good tra- you know like Devin like never seems to have issues with his ears he never seems to have mm-hmm. issues you know like we'll see when we travel with with Layla like you know she's a very different kid like we'll you know we'll have to sort of like see what her temperament is some kids like you know sleep like the entire plane ride because it's like a big white noise machine Devin never he could never ever sleep on planes so yeah I mean I think it it depends on the kid too like there are just some kids that like aren't great flyers or travelers. Well, yeah, I was just going to say like, we've been talking a lot about flying, but like once you actually get to another city, like I am a huge fan of Lyft, like any car services. Like I don't want to rent a car because I don't know where I'm going. I just want to be able to put something in and get there. And it saves from walking, especially with a nine-year-old around a huge city. So you go to like the main place you want to take them. And then you can go like a few directions here or there, but you're not tiring them out to the point where they have a complete meltdown in the middle of like Times Square. 
Like that's super helpful. <laughs> that's such a good point. I mean, kids just even nine and 10 year olds, there's just less energy there for walking everywhere, especially when it's not a fun running from ride to ride, like an amusement park, but it's trudging down city streets from place to place. And so much of it is just, just remembering your child has a limited amount of attention and energy and then thinking about where are you going to spend it? Are you going <laughs> to spend it having them navigate the subway or are you just going to save it up, call a lift, and then you'll have energy for them to get through a museum or a store or whatever. They also thought it was the coolest thing ever. There was like bragging rights. Oh, one yeah. One had gone and lift and the other one had. It was like, haha, you haven't done this yet. Oh, I'm so oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> my, my daughter's like, mommy, are you going to call a car? <laughs> <laughs> When we travel, mommy calls the car. <laughs> nice. I can't wait My for daughter these days. Lo- this is like, you know, I can't do like Uber. I mean, we're trying to figure out this like two car seat thing. And like Devin's old enough that we might not have to bring his like massive car seat. Like I've seen a bunch of like car seat like options. He's not quite old enough for a booster, but Aww. there's sort of like this like seat belty thing that okay. like I think that we're going to try out around here. I also like I have uh and this is just me, but I sort of have limits. Like if we're going somewhere and like literally the only time that we're going to have to like take a car is from like the airport to like the hotel and it's like 30 minutes or less, then honestly like I will like hold him in a taxi like I will you know like just be in a taxi and whatever but like when we go to Michigan my in-laws place is like two hours like and it's a dish it's an additional two hour drive from the airport and that's when I'm like uh what sort of like apparatus do I want him to be in for like two hours that's say you know it's just I don't know there's like I find that I have sort of like limits but good lord I cannot wait until he's old enough to just be able to like grab like a booster and like use an uber i don't know even for like one kid or like and then just have to worry about like one car seat yeah talk to me about the car seat i'm so confused when i see parents hauling like a caravan of like 15 car seats behind them in the airport are the car seats for on the plane or are they for on a car when you get to where you're going so they're for both there are a lot of parents that like 100% bring like want like buy an extra seat for their child and will install the car seat on the plane because a they feel like it's safer and b they feel like their child will like sleep better in it because like they off like oftentimes Uh. like kids sleep in car seats in their car and so they're sort of like in a comfortable sort of like apparatus and so they're more likely to like fall asleep on the airplane uh we brought our car seat for Devin once on the plane when he was like, I don't know, maybe five months old and it, he didn't, we were like, never again. That's just like, we're not those people, but when we have to get somewhere and then like drive a bunch, then we will bring a car seat for like the car trip. Once you get to where you're going, we did something similar with a booster. Cause we were going to be driving a lot, but what, we did was we you know every i think anybody that listens to this podcast knows my love of amazon we ordered a booster off of amazon and had it delivered to our hotel we took public transit like a train to our hotel our booster was there then when we had our car or we were in lifts or whatever we would booster it up and then when we left we just asked the hotel to donate it to a local shelter the booster was like 20 bucks that, just so people don't think like i had a thousand dollars such a great idea yeah we We've also done the same thing with diapers when she was really, we really do it with little. diapers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I saw parents like I saw parents with a box of diapers that they checked as baggage. And I was like, oh, what is no. wrong with you? Yeah, no diapers, 100 percent, especially in nowadays with all of the it's actually when I decide if I'm going to like travel with Devin or without Devin, especially if I'm like solo going to like a conference or something, the things that I look for are like, how far is the hotel from the airport? Is the conference in the hotel or do I have to like get between like a hotel and a venue? And is there like a grocery delivery service? Cause if there's a grocery oh, delivery oh, service, oh, then I just order like a half gallon of milk, a bunch of bananas, you know, three to five pouches and a box of diapers to the hotel. Um, and then I usually try to work with conference organizers to like donate them to like a diaper bank or like just with the hotel or whatever to donate them afterwards. But yeah, like whatever can be like ordered to the hotel, a hundred percent. So one, one thing that I had found out about a little too late since uh, my kids no longer need car seats is in New York, both Uber and Lyft do car seat modes. Yes, so I have heard of this. Uh, in a lot of big cities, they do. Oh, do they? I, th- well, I, I tried to do a quick Google search, and it looked like they were both only in New York, at least uh, on the webpage. But, you know, who knows when that'll change and, and when that gets opened up. But that might that that would add uh, or remove a lot of um, stress if that was something that I could use. And I've never used it, so I don't know if it's something that, you know, you, you're never going to get a car if you try to do this. But it is that. often like booster seats. It's like for like, I think like five year old, five years old and up sort of thing. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. The full on car seat is a lot harder. I don't think, <laughs> I, I mean, more power to you if you want to order that, you know, $200 Britax and have it like, you know, yeah. shipped to the hotel. But wow. Oh, I wish there were more sort of like lender services, uh, you know, or like like easy traveling sort of like Facebook groups, because I feel like stuff like that happens so often, Josh, where like you just like you need something for a couple of days, but like like a car seat, for example, like I need it at the airport. Right. And so then I feel like I'm even more stuck because it's like, how am I going to get it? But, you know, like pack and plays or. Like, so, and this is, I think, more relevant for like little kids because you just, you need, you need things, right? Like, it's just easier if you have like a exactly. thing to put them in and a car seat and a pack and play and, you know, like whatever. Um, but you, you like, you only need it for like a little bit of time. So I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'll oftentimes just put onto like Twitter or Facebook, like, hey, who do I know in like, x area can i borrow a whatever but i wish there were like more services for that hey, type of conference stuff. organizers yeah. <laughs> i do know a lot of well, well if you're willing to pay i do know a lot of car rental companies will gladly drop a car seat in there for the price of an actual car but however but it gets it gets spendy yeah well not only does it get spendy but i've heard horror stories about u.s Basically, I've been told, like, never, ever rent a car seat from a U.S.-based rental company. I think this is different when you go abroad because I think, like, the safety standards are different. And I think they, like, value children more. Abroad, um, abroad uh, begs the differ on that one. Just, just oh, really? <laughs> um, no, no, no car rental I've, company cares about safety. <laughs> no, I've, I've well, just in general. Um, is yeah. it the same Tra- when traveling- you say that, like, you shouldn't rent a car from, like, a, a car seat from, like, a rental I mean, I don't know. I've never rented a car in the UK. I tended to use my own. But um, in <laughs> in Italy, we had a couple of... I was quite glad to be able to get into the tiny room full of all the car seats so I could pick my own ones. 
but then, then I'm sort of eyeballing safety. So who the hell knows, frankly? Yeah, interesting. Because I know that like when we went to Australia, because we were using the car seat, like we slept the car seat for like basically one like three day segment of our trip that we were going to be using a car. And everybody thought that we were like crazy. Everybody was like, oh, you totally have just like rented a car seat. So I guess there it's like totally a safe whatever thing. But I've heard that in the US, like renting car seats, it's often like they're expired they're really beaten up um you can't actually install them into like the car that you've been given as like a rental like just all sorts of problems and then you're stuck because you're at the airport and you're like well what do i do now it's like literally illegal to like not have my kid in a car seat like i don't know what to do um the only thing i could add is um a plug from one way i've rented cars before it's a service called turo t-u-r-o they're not a sponsor or anything, hi guys. But um, <laughs> it's kind of like Airbnb for cars. You go on and it's basically individuals loaning out their cars. And I've had okay luck like getting a car that isn't like what I had very specific car needs. And I know a lot of them on there have like advertised that like it's a minivan and we have car seats, et cetera, et cetera. But to your point, Allison, it is kind of perplexing that like nobody has jumped on the parents traveling parents need cars parents need stuff when they travel kind of a thing yeah i wonder if we'll see pop-ups at airports with like pack and plays and car seats yeah you know what else parents some parents need when they travel babysitters i thought you were gonna say liquor but okay (laughs) well well no so here's the single parent voice like coming out like so yeah i've taken Maisie to conferences and stuff and there's been times where you know i've had the option to you know go to an after party or something and i've declined because i don't want to sign up for a monthly membership for care.com for a one-time use kind of deal i've never asked a hotel like desk concierge service like can i get a babysitter to come stay in the hotel room but yeah, it would be like super nice to be more to, to know if that's more of an option. We actually have gotten babysitters through the hotel concierge, but we've asked like a lot of questions ahead of time. Like so I think we've done this like twice and we emailed the hotel ahead of time. And I, I will say these were like larger, more upper end hotels in large cities. It wasn't like, you know, the Hotel Eight in Poughkeepsie or whatever. Apologies, Poughkeepsie. Um <laughs> So we like emailed the hotel concierge ahead of time, said we were coming to town. We were looking for a babysitter. Could they recommend somebody? Could they give us like um, references or whatever? And they didn't, instead of like giving us like their niece's name or something, they referred us to like a babysitting service that they had worked with in the past that had references, that had Yelp pages with reviews and stuff like that. So that was kind of helpful to like ask a hotel, hey, who have you recommended? Who have people used? And they were able to say like people have used the service and they've been happy with it and they haven't had any problems. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've thought about doing that before. I think my kids need to be like a little bit older to just sort of like understand what's what's going on. But um, and I know that some conferences like the well, we talked about it in a previous episode, um, like the Ruby and Rails comps, they will oftentimes work with their like, child care provider so that they can also provide like after hours babysitting. But yeah, that's a hard one, too, because it's like, So we even talked about sort of like traveling for work versus like traveling for vacation. But yeah, like when you're traveling for vacation, you know, like even if you're with us, but it's sort of like there are sometimes I know couples that will just sort of like 
alternate like who gets sort of like the night out but also it's like eh, it's like not so much fun to like explore a city all by yourself you sort of want to like do it with like your partner like have a date night or something like yeah well that's why when I when I had no problem declining to go out afterwards to uh after party because if I'm in a city with my daughter, I'd kind of just be like, okay, well, me and her are just going to go and do something special and walk around and find something cool to do on our own. But I mean, sometimes, yeah, the thought is nice. We took our kids on safari earlier this year. Like we, uh, there are a couple of kid friendly safaris who we took them to Kenya. And, um, and the second place we stayed, um, we would get in from the, from the drive, looking at all these amazing animals. We would get home and then a man would turn up with a machine gun. Um, and then he would sit outside our hut uh, so that me and, me and my wife could go for dinner. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, just, it's the most serious looking babysitter I've ever had. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we were only like, it's mostly for the wild animals, but. Um, mostly. <laughs> I, I mean, other people's children, children, I don't know. Hut, like, yeah. Who knows? But no, that, that's, that's definitely the most uh, surreal babysitter I've ever had. I have a tip. This is like a little bit of a neurotic tip, but my tip is. Wherever you're traveling to, always look up the closest, like highly rated urgent care and children's hospital that are Great close idea. by. Yeah. So I do this everywhere. Like literally the only times that my son has been like seriously sick for like one reason or another has basically like been in foreign countries or like just not home. So our first ER visit was in St. Louis. He had his first allergic reaction in Australia and he had his highest temperature ever in Sweden. And it's been like really nice to know exactly like what the health protocol is in that country and what the closest like hospital or urgent care is wherever we are so that I'm like focusing on like you know, our child and like his illness and whatever I have to do and not like sitting there trying to also frantically like Google and figure out where things are and how things work and how I would get there, et cetera, et cetera. It's much easier to do before a trip in like a sort of calm state of mind and just have that information in your back pocket. Because similarly, I also recommend when you are traveling to like a city or something, just Google like places in Chicago kid friendly and most likely there will be a list of like the greatest 10 things in Chicago to do with your kid or something like that so that you're not there and all of a sudden you're like oh well what are we gonna do have any of you used um the app Winnie no what is that so Winnie is a super cool new app that's like exactly that sort of thing, but without the Google part. So um, they basically, I use it mostly when I travel. It's a, it's a pretty new product and they basically, you can like either where you are or you can look up like where you're going and they have these different um, search functionalities. So you can look up like kid, you know, you need a kid friendly restaurant, you need a playground, you need, um, you know, for babies, like a restaurant that's like nursing friendly or has changing tables or whatever, uh, or like you're looking for like activities. And it basically has like all of the so not just like the like, you know, children's museum or whatever, but also like the library story times or things like that. It has like all of that information in there. Uh, And as it's become more popular, I think more people have like added more and more stuff and like comments and reviews. And I guess it's sort of like a parent 
a Yelp specifically for parents in a way. Oh, this is um, great. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's, really cool. it's really cool. And they have like different, like you can pick like the age group of your child. And it's, uh, I think it's really cool. I know they're like continuing to like build out different features and different functionality because they're a relatively new company. But, you know, I've even like checked out just like what's in my area to sort of like see how good they are at like finding the activities. And it's actually like pretty robust. So it's, it's a cool thing to use for, for traveling. Do we want to do a quick round of our last uh, hints and tips? I know this entire show has been all hints and tips because you obviously need every bit of help you can get when you travel. Um, let's go around and just give our last quick tips and hints. I have two I want to share. My first one is um, when you're booking a hotel room and you're traveling with kids, um, if you're going to be staying any more than like a night or two, do yourself a favor and see if you can get a hotel room with like a separate bedroom. They don't always cost that much more and they allow you to close the door and stay up in your room with your spouse past your child's um, bedtime. The first time we traveled with our um, daughter, she was maybe two. We put her to bed at eight o'clock, turned off the lights and then realized we would be sitting in the dark for the rest of the evening. (laughs) I remember hiding in the bathroom. Uh, My wife and I just hiding in the bathroom for the baby to go to sleep. And um, then there was another time where we had, it was, you know, two twin beds or something and uh, the pack and play on the other side. And we would lie down on the floor between the wall and the bed, just like side by side and sat there and looked at our phones for hours. <laughs> and we would occasionally <laughs> carefully poke our head up and sure enough that, you know, the baby was standing up looking around. <laughs> I, I have one. Anytime I am traveling and I have to take my daughter, if the hotel has a pool, Yes. Yes. Required. She's tired. I'm tired. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't feel like, but guess what? I can sit down with my computer at the pool and do whatever and watch Netflix. And she can just, she's a great swimmer on her own. And she just wants to be in the pool. Guaranteed there'll be other kids there to make friends. And it's just total winning. When we travel with sports teams, that's what happens. You know, we do that, and then teammates are all there, and that's what they want to do. <laughs> my, my, my tip will be add on to that. Uh, you can order pizza straight to the pool at the hotel. Oh, my yes. God. Amazing. And Uber Eats. Uber Eats is also great. Exactly. Um, I have two that are, like, hotel room-based one is bring a roll of duct tape. So um, duct tape is not like harmful to furniture and stuff. And you can duct tape washcloths to corners of things um, for childproofing. You can tape things closed. Like duct tape is like really great. And my second tip is if your child's going to be just sleeping in like uh, the bed, you can usually most hotels have some sort of like taller chair, uh, whether it's like a lounger chair, like an office chair or whatever. And you can move that chair to the side of the bed, um, to one of the sides of the bed, and it can act as sort of like a bed rail. Nice. I have one. Aluminium foil or alu- aluminium. How do you American people say it? I don't know. Aluminum. Alum- aluminum foil. Um, foil. Foil. Just foil. Foil <laughs> and a sponge. So this is more uh, important when the kids were little and still napping in the day. But um, you wet the window with the sponge. You unroll foil onto it. Press it flat. Just blocks out all the light and they can actually sleep in there. What? Wait, and then you can take it's easy to take off? Yeah, because it just peels That's off the amazing. window. You're not, you're not stuck it onto anything. It's amazing. Oh, my what? God. 
But, but every, but you're you're welcome, people with children too old for this. <laughs> oh my god, I'm totally. I'm gonna try that at home. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it keeps the light out. Wow. And keeps that the room awesome. cold as well. If you're somewhere hot, it's it's all it's all pretty good. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. I just stunned the entire podcast into wow, silence. This is God. terrific. Like everyone's like, but so many sleepless nights, Andy. But so many. <laughs> All right. Wow. I don't know where to go from that. I and on that bombshell. <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> so now is the part of the to- uh, broadcast where we talk about our genius or our fail moments. These are moments in the last couple of weeks that we've had a particular success or a particular not-so-successful parenting moment? Who'd like to start? I can start, and it's even travel-related. So uh, last week, I was in San Francisco for the week for work, and it was my first uh, my first travel away from the little one, um, the littlest one, I should say. Um, and I got a tip from Kay Wu, who has used Milk Stork in the past, which is a breast milk shipping company. And I used Milk Stork and I basically had, uh, I ordered like a small box for every day. Um, and every morning I would ship back a day of pumped milk to the house. Uh, it got from San Francisco back to our place in DC uh, like within 24 hours so I usually dropped it off at like 8 or 9 o'clock in the morning and it got here usually by 8am the next day and it has this like really it's just it's everything about it is so smart it's like this refrigeration system and it's just like really really amazing and made things super easy because then my husband could just like use he didn't have to like thaw milk and worry about the like all that stuff he just like used that milk for you know daycare the next day and I didn't have to travel with what would have been like a couple of gallons basically of milk home through the airport and it was so so lovely like I was already schlepping like but the pump and a backpack and all this other stuff, it was so lovely to not also have to be schlepping like a whole bunch of breast milk and worrying about how it would, you know, transport cross country, etc. So it was amazing. And I loved it. It's awesome. And it was genius. All right, I have one. It was restful day at my kids school a couple of weeks back. Which means they went in their pajamas and they had uh, they got to take a massive teddy bear, take their favorite teddy bear with them. I thought um, they were designing APIs here. No, sad, sadly not. No, that's, <laughs> I think that's I think that's year one um, rather than reception. And so they turned up, and my 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 son's best friend turned up in his pajamas, but uh, unfortunately he didn't have a teddy bear, and so immediately lost his mind, like folded up in into a howling, crying mess. And his dad, thankfully, they live around the corner, so he was like, "Andy, can you watch? Can you watch him? Can you watch him um, whilst I knit back and get get his teddy bear?" And my son immediately walked up to him and just forced his teddy bear into his hand and said, it's okay, you can look after my one. And I was like, I have actually succeeded Aww. at parenting. My son is kind. This is good. It's amazing. Aww. I was just like, oh, so I know, it's adorable. <laughs> it's great watching your children be like good people to others. I know. And when it, when it happens, you have to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to have my success be um, playing Mario Kart on the Nintendo Wii we had it down in the basement and a little den area and we moved it up to the main living room. It was my wife's idea. 
and we set it up and there's four players and there's four of us in the family and we sit and play and it lets us have lots of opportunity to talk about sportsmanship and being nice to each other and not making anybody feel bad. Um, and it's also fun because we get to play Nintendo. That is excellent. Mine is, uh, we just got back from the beach on Sunday and never have I ever stayed on the boardwalk part of the beach. And it was amazing because a, I literally parked my truck for the entire time and we walked everywhere. B, I also made a effort to book early and I got a ground level sliding glass door ocean front view. And that allowed me not only to not even go inside the hotel the entire time because we just kept the sliding glass door open and the screen door shut, but we could literally walk to the beach if we forgot something or we needed to make two trips or we wanted to go back and get lunch. You know, I could literally watch her from my chair on the beach, watch her walk back to the room get a drink or a box of food and come back and didn't have to get up, pack anything up, go back and forth and back and forth. You don't have to haul all the toys all at once. No, it was wonderful and it was amazing. And I will always, always, always stay right there on the beach because it's totally worth it. So Mandy, this wouldn't apply for you because being nine is school age, but when they're infants and toddlers, there is no school uh, at the end of the summer, starting up, making it impossible to go on vacations, and all the prices plummet once yes. school gets back in. And we used to do that, and then I was very sad after kindergarten when we couldn't do that anymore, and the price doubled. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, I noticed that. Luckily, though, um, since we all kind of travel, I assume, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners travel as well, save up your points, like. I do a Marriott thing, so save up your points while you're traveling for business throughout the year. Use them in the summer. Boom. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Parent Driven Development Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. If you have questions you'd like us to chat about on the air, you can email us at panel at parentdrivendevelopment.com or you can find us on Twitter at parentdrivendevelopment. And if you like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash parentdrivendev and rate us on iTunes. It really does help. That's it this week. Thanks, everyone. Bye.